a roundup of the main business news from China and elsewhere. This is Global Business. Coming up on Global Business, tourism rebound, cross-border travel surges during Chinese New Year holiday, with Southeast Asia emerging as top destination. Spanning insights, we explore the latest spending trends as hundreds of millions of Chinese travelers take to the roads. Stronger connections. China remains Germany's most important trading partner for eighth consecutive year, according to latest trade figures. Welcome everyone to Global Business here on CGTN. I'm Lily Liu. Today is the sixth day of the Chinese New Year. China is seeing an increase in passenger trips as the eight-day holiday enters its second half. Officials say that over 310 million passenger trips were made on Wednesday, and this figure includes 290 million trips on the country's roads and highways. Rail authorities say there were 14.2 million trips. That's the highest daily volume recorded for train travel since the travel rush began on January the 26th. In the meantime, airlines are increasing capacity in the popular resort city of Sanya in Hainan province to meet passenger demands. And in the meantime, international travel is surging during this Chinese New Year holiday. According to the National Immigration Administration, China is expected to see an average of 1.8 million daily inbound and outbound passenger trips during this Spring Festival holiday, and about 3.3 times more than last year. On online booking systems Tongcheng Travel, ticket bookings for popular international routes departing on Chinese New Year's Eve rose more than eight times on a yearly basis. Thailand, Singapore, and Malaysia remains the top destinations for China's tourists. And in the Asia-Pacific region, outbound travel from China is growing rapidly and is expected to exceed 2019 levels by the end of this year. That is, according to the co-founder and CEO of Airbnb, Brian Chesky, said in the recent earnings calls. Well, China continues to facilitate travel with numerous countries. Up to now, China has signed mutual visa exemption agreements with over 150 countries, and of these, 23 nations have forged comprehensive visa-free agreements with China. Recent additions to the exemption list include a permanent visa-free policy with Thailand, which will take effect on the 1st of March, and an, an agreement with Singapore, which formally began on February the 9th. Other two-way visa exemptions include Malaysia until. November 30, 2024, and Georgia, which came into effect in September 2023. Typically, these visa-free agreements allow for a maximum stay of 30 days for tourists. Longer visits or stays for work purposes are still subject to local visa regulations. And since December last year, China has implemented various measures to facilitate freedom of movement for both Chinese and non-nationals. Data from China's National Immigration Administration shows 424. Four million entries and exits were registered by Chinese nationals in 2023, an increase of almost 270 percent year-on-year. Well, earlier we had the opportunity to speak with Sun Jie, CEO of Ctrip, that's China's largest online travel platform, and she expressed optimism regarding the growth of inbound travel in China, citing the country's increasing number of mutual visa-free policies with various countries and regions. And additionally, Sun highlighted a significant surge in demand for outbound travel, as reported by Ctrip. The demand side is indicated by our search volume for outbound travel destination. 
And that number have already exceeded 2019 level by far. However, for the supply side, there are still a couple of hurdles. The first one is the visa application still takes very long time, particularly in Europe and to Americas. Uh, that's, uh, you know, take anywhere between one month to six months. Uh, the second bottleneck is the flight capacity. Uh, it, uh, some region is doing well. Uh, some other regions are still in the process of recovering uh, to 2019 level. I'm hoping that in 2024, we'll see a significant uh, improvement for the flight capacity. China has made a very a proactive move in offering free visa. The first batch is for six countries, which includes France, Germany, Italy, Spain, Netherlands, and Malaysia. And then there are two countries being added, Switzerland and uh, uh, Ireland. And Singapore and Thailand have mutual uh, free visa on both sides. Uh, so we are very positive uh, for the improvement for inbound travel. Uh, we hope going forward, uh, there will be more uh, relaxation and uh, to make visa application uh, easier. And also uh, the government also are making lots of improvements inside China to make sure all the infrastructure uh, is very well uh, built to welcome the inbound customers. And now let's get more discussions on this and uh, let's bring in our guest, Du Jiayi, Re Research Fellow at the Shanghai University of International Business and Economics. Mr. Great to have you on the show as always. So first of all, what figures, factors do you think are contributing to this sustained enthusiasm for China's outbound travel? You know, there are expectations of that number surpassing 2019 levels by the end of this year. Oh, yes, we all witnessed a rapid rise of Chinese people's travel overseas since last year, especially during this spring festival, uh, spurred on by various visa-free policies and increased airline capacity. The tourism segment as part of the larger consumption market is on track to a faster recovery given the trend of further opening up. Sometimes this kind of trip is now an impressive decision which is only made possible by a recent visa-free travel policies and the fact that a direct flight from um, our hometown to some Asian destinations may just take several hours. Um, policymakers from global tourist destinations are keen to attract Chinese holidaymakers, not least with visa-free policies. Many countries are diversifying tour product portfolio and improve services to meet tourists' different needs. Offering targeted service is key for them to attract Chinese tourists. As outbound tourism rebounded, a growing number of foreign travel agencies are coming to China to promote their local tourism. Many of them showed great willingness in learning more about Chinese tourists. Mm -hmm. Well, that is one example. Could you give us a you know, more illustration of how China's outbound travel momentum is positively impacting the global tourism industry? Yes, the speedy recovery of China's tourism sector has injected momentum into the global travel industry. And China's outbound tourism market will continue to grow rapidly this year. It will further unleash the, uh, the full potential of tourism consumption and add new confidence to the global economic rec recovery. These overtrips are expected to give a strong appetite to tourism spending. 
China is not only a strong economy, but a world leader in tourism and the largest consumer of international travelers. China's development is fundamental to uh, the world's tourism industry. China tourism is crucial for various tourism destinations. The benefits can extend to all economic uh, sectors impacted by an increase in, in coming flows, including not only the hospitality, restaurant, and the direct services to tourists, but also the entire sector of retail, luxury, food, and wine. And also, what sort of opportunities do you think are those uh, emerging now for industries along this value chain due to the increase of outbound travel from China? Uh, with the continuous optimization of China's tourism structure and the diversification of uh, consumer demand, there are extensive opportunities for more stakeholders along the value chain. Cultivating new growth points with new business format holds the key to achieving sustainable development of the cultural tourism industry in this new year and pursuing low carbon footprint and the sustainability will become the concerns for the uh, whole new sector. New retail formats, including amend stores uh, with artificial uh, intelligence and 5G technologies are expected to be warmly welcomed by the market. Uh, we should have a further understanding of the strengths and opportunities in different regions and offer a benchmark for policy formulation and strike planning in the cultural tourism sector in the future. Uh, great insights. Thank you very much, Ms. Du. And please do stay with us for more discussions later on in the program. And we're now heading for a short break. Stay tuned. Hey, this is Ding Han from World Today. Hello, this is Guo Yan from the Beijing Hour. For the year of the Chinese dragon in 2024, wishing you success in everything you do in the year of the dragon. Long Yan Da Ji, Wan Shi Shen Yi. Hello, I'm Jane with Takeaway Chinese. May the year of the Chinese dragon bring you boundless opportunities and amazing achievements in your career. I would like to wish you May this auspicious year bring you abundant opportunities to realize your dreams and showcase your talents. Happy Chinese New Year! And according to data released by cultural tourism departments in various locations, the number of tourists visiting cities and scenic spots during this year's Spring Festival has significantly surpassed previous years. For instance, the Terracotta Warriors Museum in Xi'an has been experiencing a daily passenger flow exceeding 60,000 this week. And in Dunhuang City, the six scenic spots collectively received over 25,000 tourists, marking an impressive increase of over 1,200 percent that is as compared with 2023 and in the first three days of the holiday Hunan province welcomed more than 55.5 million tourists and furthermore Hainan saw a 42 percent year-on-year increase in travel bookings on the first day of the holiday the surging tourism is accompanied by a shopping boom official data reveals that duty-free shopping on Hainan's outlining islands reached 2.26 billion yuan during the 15 day period from January the 26th to February the 9th. That is a remarkable increase of 4.9 times compared with the same period of last year. 
And now for more discussions on emerging trends in the Chinese tourism sector, let's bring back our guest, Ms. Stu Jiayi from the Shanghai University of International Business and Economics. Ms. Stu, so what are the new travel trends during this year's Spring Festival holiday? Oh yes, we can see the immersive tourism has become a new hot topic within China's cultural and tourism industry, gaining popularity among the country's consumers. Artificial intelligence generated content is empowering the whole industry chain and experience-oriented cultural tourism products that bring people emotional value will gain more traction in the market. Uh, interactive technologies such as VR and AR are also being applied to create more immersive, personalized consumption experiences. Many tourist attractions in China make good use of their unique architecture, industry, and cultural resources to provide immersive tourist experiences for consumers. Emphasizing traditional elements of the Spring Festival is also another great um, point we can see. We can see the folk activities, including the Latin shoes, flower exhibitions, and the Latin festival celebrations, offering all citizens an immersive experience in the festival atmosphere. Now, what role do you think that travel and consumption now plays in China's economic development? Uh, we, we, we have to say the significant contribution of tourism and consumption to economic expansion has solidified its role as a primary driver of growth. China rolls out a series of well-targeted policy measures aimed at shifting the focus of consumption from recovery to sustainable expansion so as to stimulate domestic demand, boost consumer confidence and drive long-term economic growth. In the face of, we all know, the sluggish external demand, the robust growth in consumer spending and its increasing fundamental role in China's economy call for stronger steps to enhance the provision of high-quality goods and services and enhance the business environment in order to tap into this vast market potential. China will also set its sights on expanding service consumption as a key priority to optimize and upgrade its consumption structure, aiming to first improve the living standards and enhance people's overall well-being. And also, finally, can I get your outlook for China's domestic tourism market 2024? Uh, yes, the desire to travel among China's residents remained high throughout the whole 2023, with tourists reporting a high level of satisfaction. Chinese tourists are expected to make uh, more than 6 billion domestic trips in 2024. I think all of us will be part of the number. The new year will see more cultural and tourism products with excellent traditional Chinese Cultural elements emerge. Lula tourism plays a big role in coordinating urban and rural economic development. And the several generation who has more time and spending power, they will contribute more to the growth of cultural tourism sector. Winter economy is already foisted as a new source of growth, promoting the development of sports, cultural equipment and tourism related to ice and snow. That's why tourism bureaus nationwide, and they are all of them, are actively promoting local attractions and employee innovative strategies to entertain visitors. Let's expect 
who is the next the Arbing. Oh, great insights. Thank you so much, Ms. Dujiayi. Well, and also wish you a happy new year. That was Ms. Dujiayi from the Shanghai University of International Business and Economics for us. Well, Hong Kong is also diving into the Chinese New Year celebrations with a street parade, including lots of costumes and performances, followed by a fireworks display lighting up Victoria Harbor. With 13 local performing groups taking turns to warm up the crowd, the parade finally kicks off at the Hong Kong Cultural Center Piazza in Simsa Chui District. It then proceeds along Canton Road, past Haiphong Road and Nathan Road, and finishes at Salisbury Road. The floats and their accompanying performances are a big attraction. At least half of the nine floats are designed with dragons because it's the year of the dragon. But there is also a Disney float with the lovable Mickey and Minnie Mouse, and another one featuring popular Mr. Men and Little Miss cartoon characters. That's not all. Sixteen local and international performing groups from places like the USA, Korea, Philippines, and the mainland keep the fun going with their acts. One of the highlights is performing behind me right now, called Avantgarde. They're an all-female pop dance group from Japan. Last year, this dance group was a finalist in the popular TV show America's Got Talent, and they're showcasing their best moves here tonight. And for the finale, first there's a lion and dragon dance, and then everyone's gazes are focused in the air as a large golden dragon floats by. The last parts were my most favorite parts with the big dragons, and of course the drums. Many performances captivated me, especially the piano act, ballet, and the kids performing. I purposely traveled from Chengdu to watch this parade and the fireworks. Many showed up earlier to get a good viewing spot for the parade. Oh, I come half past one, maybe so, maybe seven hours before the show. But the performance was fabulous, and I think it, it worth the waiting time. Actually, my sons are participating in one of the cars shows, and you know, it's so excited to wait and want to see his show. Hong Kong also has many other activities in store for the new year. On the following evening, the city is treated to a fireworks performance over the Victoria Harbor, with eight scenes lasting 23 minutes long. A total of 23 triple eight firing shells are discharged for this extravaganza. In one of the scenes, the figure eight is formed in red and gold. The number eight is believed to be an auspicious number, and this scene is meant to symbolize wealth and fortune for everyone. And in the final scene, fireworks form in the shape of gold ingots. Followed by an elaborate brocade crown display to wish everyone peace, prosperity, happiness, and good health. And Chang Cityian, Hong Kong. China's major commercial banks are rolling out supportive measures for real estate projects. The so-called Big Four state banks, that is the Bank of China, China Construction Bank, Agricultural Bank of China, and Industrial and Commercial Bank of China, have all fast-tracked their efforts to push the drive aimed at shoring up the property sector. The moves come in re response to a recent call by the National Administration of Financial Regulation to accelerate support for eligible projects on so-called whitelists. 
Let's next take a look at China's foreign trade. Germany's Federal Statistical Office says that China is Germany's most important trading partner for the eighth consecutive year, with bilateral trade of around 271 billion U.S. dollars in 2023. The German Economic Institute says that direct investments from Germany to China rose by more than 4% to a record $12.8 billion. Official figures also show telecoms equipment, processing machines and other electronic devices and vehicles were Germany's top imports from China in terms of value. China overtook Japan as the global leader in auto exports in 2023. Fernando Dudenhofer, who is a professor and director of the Center for Automotive Research, pointed out that the global automotive market is undergoing a big transformation and China, which has large domestic and global markets of great innovations, will be the future of the automotive industry. We have a big transformation in the world and in the world car markets and this transformation and disruption uh, strategies and uh, innovations are on the one hand, the battery electric vehicle, the new energy vehicles, and on the other hand, the software driven cars. And both very important innovations and steps as its home in China, because you have in China companies like Huawei, like Tencent, like Beidou, which are on the forefront uh, in the IT sector. And on the other hand, you have uh, the battery uh, industry with very, very strong and innovative, uh, um, innovative companies like uh, CRTL, like uh, BYD and Fintreams, like Goshen, like EV and others. So I'm pretty sure you have a big home market, the biggest home market, the biggest market in the world. So you can do and can create uh, scale effects. And on the other hand, you have all the innovations we need to be successful in the car industry of the world. So it's the Chinese century, which we look in the future in the automotive industry. Well, it is Valentine's Day in the U.S. and also dozens of countries the world over. And for many, it is a time to express their love for a spouse or partner or even an opportunity to start up a new romance. And that comes with presents, chief among them, chocolate. But that sign of affection may be a little more costly this year, thanks to the coca bean. Isabel Diaz explains why. For many consumers, chocolate is a go-to gift that's sure to please for any special occasion. But this Valentine's Day, shoppers may see a few more dollars added to those chocolate hearts and kisses. And that's because the cost of cocoa is anything but sweet these days. In fact, it's tough to swallow. Cocoa prices are more than double what they were last year. Just last week, cocoa futures prices surged to an all-time high of $5,874 per metric ton. So why the price jump? It all comes down to cocoa farming and weather. More specifically, El Nino. The climate pattern causes unusually warm temperatures in parts of the Pacific Ocean near the equator, which can lead to extreme weather conditions the world over. This year's historically strong Super El Nino has led to significantly warmer and drier conditions in West Africa, which produces 70% of the world's cocoa beans. For farmers in Ghana and the Ivory Coast, that means less fertile land for crops and a smaller cocoa bean harvest. And that leads to fewer, but more expensive, cocoa beans to go around. Chocolate companies are feeling their profits melt away with the rising costs. That includes the company behind those chocolate kisses you see with most Valentines, Hershey's. 
Hershey's CEO says the company's earnings growth will be relatively flat this year, thanks to the rising costs of cocoa and even sugar. As for price hikes on consumers, the chocolate maker says they're an option if they help manage the growing costs being put on the company. But sticker shock or not, analysts don't think it'll have too big of an impact when you shop for your sweetheart this year. The National Retail Federation says U.S. consumers will spend nearly $26 billion total this Valentine's Day. Isabella Diaz, CGTN. TikTok, one of the world's most popular social media platforms, is unveiling a new platform that is TikTok Music. It will compete directly with other streaming services to offer new and favorite artists to audiences everywhere. Now, the platform was recently launched in Mexico. CGTN's Alex, uh, Alastair Bavastock reports. Mexico City, where a K-pop music concert recently drew a sellout crowd to the capital's largest music venue. Twice, a nine-member Korean girl pop group has an enormous following on the other side of the Pacific, thanks mainly to the growth of another Asian export, TikTok. Dante Valenzuela, a TikTok user, has flown 1,600 kilometers from northeastern Mexico to be here. The culture around K-pop has grown enormously thanks to TikTok because of the content creation possibilities of dancing, singing and choreography as well as for beauty bloggers. I've even created special choreography posts for this show so people can dance in the crowd. Now, a new offering from one of the world's most popular social media platforms seeks to connect users directly with the tunes that are trending. This is TikTok Music, recently launched in Mexico. It's a very intuitive platform, especially for those who are already TikTok users. By clicking on the music link within TikTok, users are directed straight to TikTok Music, a separate app which now competes directly with platforms like Spotify and Deezer, a French music streaming service. Users like Michael Favela have found TikTok Music to be an intuitive user experience. Just with a click on the video's music link, it takes you straight to the other app and the song itself which was difficult to find before. Now it's much simpler, more minimalist. So it's easy for people to find the music they like, as well as discover new artists. It's my preferred platform. The app also comes with a number of unique features. Party mode, where multiple users are able to add to an ongoing playlist, and AI-powered recommendations, going by a user's tastes and TikTok content preferences. For music industry professionals like Jose Miranda, who count the number of listens their songs achieve on music platforms, the importance of TikTok in their promotion is only growing. A lot of DJs have become internationally famous thanks to TikTok, and a musical artist's objective is to generate listens. So if a platform that is making artists famous is now also generating an audience for their music, that's great. It's incredible that these two platforms will now go together. As TikTok impacts the music industry, it will bring international artists to audiences who might never before have found them. Alastair Bavastock, CGTN, Mexico City. And that'll do for this edition of Global Business. Thanks for being with us. Till next time, bye for now.